This podcast is brought to you by Soul Street Coffee. Start your day with a smile. Welcome into the Crunch Time Sports Advantage podcast. I'm your host, Kenneth. This podcast is all about helping you find your sports advantage, whether it's the NBA, NHL, NFL, or college football. No matter the sport, it's always crunch time. This is the first mini podcast episode in where I look at box score stats and develop key efficiency stats and rankings for the NFL. In this episode, we will start with the quarterback position, without a doubt the most analyzed position in all of sports. In the next segment, I will break down how most sites look at quarterbacks. Welcome back. In this segment, I'm going to start with some stats that you'll find in the box score. While these stats are useful, they only provide a part of the information. And later on in the podcast, you'll see the difference between those box score stats and the key stats that I will use to develop a quarterback efficiency rating. Let's start. The two most common stats that you will see usually at the end of a quarterback stat line is the passer rating and the QBR. These are stats that are commonly used to measure quarterback's performance. Passer rating is an official NFL stat, while QBR was invented by ESPN, designed to provide a more comprehensive evaluation of a quarterback's performance. Now, I'm not going to go into too much detail about these formulas, because neither one of these will play a part in my key efficiency rating. A few other stats that you will find um, in the box score are a quarterback's completion percentage, quarterback touchdown to interception ratio, and finally, the famous passing yard stat. Quarterbacks are still being judged on how many yards did they throw in a game and a season to measure if they were a top flight quarterback during a game and a season. While all of these are useful stats, this is what is going to separate crunch time sports advantage. I'm here to help you find key stats, develop key efficiency ratings to give you an advantage in the NFL this coming season. Coming up in the next segment, I'm going to walk through a few examples from last seasons from quarterbacks and start to lay out the foundation for what is going to make up my efficiency ratings for quarterbacks and go well beyond the stats you're going to find in the box score. So after this brief commercial break, I'll be back to start to lay that foundation. Hey, welcome back. Let's take a look at each of these categories that you'll find in the box score and start to see the difference in what the league average is for the 28 qualifying quarterbacks that made a minimum of 10 starts. So this list is not going to include quarterbacks such as Cam Newton, Big Ben, Matt Stafford due to injury. And for the Washington Redskins, neither Dwayne Haskins or Case Keenum made enough starts to qualify. 
let's jump right in. So, for the 28 qualifying quarterbacks that made the list, here is just what an average NFL quarterback would look like on a typical NFL Sunday. Complete 22.4 passes on 34.9 attempts for a quarterback uh, completion percentage of 64.3%. A per-game average, just for those 28 quarterbacks, would be about 251 yards per game with a quarterback rating of 93.7%. So let's jump into each category really quickly and just take a look at some of the quarterbacks that either met that number or didn't. As far as completions per game, let's start on the low end. Buffalo Bills quarterback Josh Allen, on average, completed about 16.9 uh, passes per game. Jacoby Percet of the Indianapolis Colts, about 18 per game. Lamar Jackson, 17 per game. And Ryan Tannehill of the Tennessee Titans was about 20 completions per game. On the high end, Jarrett Goff completed about 24.6 passes per game. Tom Brady, 23. Carson Wentz, 24. And Dak Prescott, the same number, 24.3. Now, Let's slide over to attempts. These are quarterbacks that were throwing the ball either a lot above the average or well below it. Once again, let's start at the low end. And remember, the average per game is about a shade under 35 attempts per game. Ryan Tannehill of the Tennessee Titans, 28.6. Lamar Jackson only attempted 26.7 passes per game. Kirk Cousins, 29.6. And again, Josh Allen of the Buffalo Bills at 28.8. On the high end, which was well above the average, Andy Dalton of the Cincinnati Bengals, 40 attempts per game. Matt Ryan of the Atlanta Falcons, 41 attempts per game. Jared Goff and Jameis Winston, when he was still with Tampa Bay, were both at 39.1. Completion percentage. Now, this is where we start to separate the box score, and in a later podcast, which will be part two of this episode, the completion percentage. Average starting quarterback, like I said, of these 28 qualifying quarterbacks, 64%. Daniel Jones, Sam Darnold, 61.9%. Gardner Minshew of the Jacksonville Jaguars is at 60.6%. Josh Allen, 58.8% completion percentage, well below that average number of 64.3. Baker Mayfield of the Cleveland Browns, 59.4%. Now, let's take a look at a few of the guys that were well above that completion percentage number. Dak Prescott, 
completed 65.1% of his passes. Phillip Rivers, 66%. Russell Wilson of the Seattle Seahawks, 66.1%. Derek Carr, 70.4% of his passes. Season total for yards, like I said, average NFL quarterback that made at least 10 starts, which Ryan Tannehill was at the, the lowest end of that because he took over for Marcus Mariota, uh, made 10 starts, appeared in 12 games. So his number and Drew Brees' number, we're going to kick those out because Drew only started 11 games. He missed five games with the uh, thumb injury, um, and Teddy Bridgewater took over. So his Season total was low, but once we get over to his um, average per game, you'll see why that number um, is definitely off by quite a bit. So, once again, league average, 37-39 yards passing. So let's take a look at some of the guys who started at least 14 or 15 games and see where they look, where they rank um Versus the league average. Jacoby Brissett, sorry, threw less than 3,000 yards on a season. His total was 29.42. Mitch Trubisky, or as some of us fondly know him as MVP Mitch, 31.38 season total. Again, Buffalo Bill quarterback Josh Allen only threw for 3,089 yards on the season. Some guys who went well above that number. Aaron Rodgers, 4,000 yards. Jameis Winston, of course, 5,109 yards. Jared Goff, 4,638. And our two NFC East quarterbacks, Carson Wentz threw for 4,039, Dak Prescott 4,902. So this is where we start to see quarterbacks, based on box scores, start to separate themselves as far as what they did individually and why those numbers are useful. They're not going to make up the key stats that I'm going to build an efficiency rating off of. A couple of more categories that I'm going to run through really quick. Uh, season touchdown for those average, those 28 quarterbacks was 24. Here's some quarterbacks that did not hit 24 touchdowns in a season. Mitch Trubisky, 17. Josh Allen, 20. Derek Carr of the Raiders, 21 touchdowns. Baker Mayfield, 22. Some guys who exceeded that. Jameis Winston had 33. Carson Wentz, 27. Dak Prescott, 30. And here's just an outlier that I want all of our Patriot fans to take a look at. Tom Brady was right on the average quarterback touchdown number. He threw exactly 24. Interceptions for the season. 
Average quarterback had 11 interceptions. Here's some guys who went way over that and made at least 14 starts. Matt Ryan, 14 interceptions. Baker Mayfield, 21. Phillip Rivers, 20. And, of course, the league leader by a whole lot, Jameis Winston threw 30 interceptions. This is why you can throw for a lot of yards because you're throwing a lot of picks and your team is trailing. Here's some quarterbacks that went on the low end of that number, and you want to be below that number. And once again, these are quarterbacks that made at least 14 starts. Our two uh, former MVPs, Pat Mahomes, five interceptions for the season. Lamar Jackson, six. Kirk Cousins, six. Russell Wilson, eight. Last two categories that I'm going to run through really quickly. Your average per game. Remember the average NFL quarterback threw for about 251 yards per game. Here's some guys that were below that number. And this is why we won't build everything off the yards per game either. Lamar Jackson only threw for 208.5 yards per game. Sam Darnold and Daniel Jones, about 232 yards per game. Aaron Rodgers, who Green Bay Packers went 13-3, and threw 250 yards per game. Guys on the high end, as you can expect, Philip Rivers, 288 per game. Dak Prescott, 306. Jarrett Goff, 289. And Jameis Winston, 319. And the final stat um, that you'll find in the box score, and like I said, these are, are, are numbers I would not be using to build those um, efficiency ratings off of, is the quarterback rating. Average quarterback had an NFL rating of 93.7. That's the average. Quarterbacks that were below that number, Jacoby Brissett, 88. Josh Allen of the Bills, 85.3. Baker Mayfield, 78.8. Kyler Murray, 87.4. Tom Brady, 88. Here's some quarterbacks that went at least 95 and above. Deshaun Watson, 98. Kirk Cousins, 107. Lamar Jackson, 113. Pat Mahomes, 105. Raider quarterback Derek Carr had a passer rating of 100.8. Coming up after the, our next uh, brief break, we're going to do a head-to-head -head comparison of a couple of quarterbacks based strictly on their box scores and let you know that box score stats do not lead to team success. Hope to see you on the other side of the break. 
Soul Street Coffee. Start your day with a smile isn't just a tagline, but a call to action. We strive to provide our customers coffee that not only warms the body and soul, but includes a sense of social responsibility. Our environmentally conscientious importers and exporters enable us to serve you with a great product while taking care of planet Earth at the same time. We want you to be involved with us. Check out our offer and sign up today. We hope you are as passionate about Soul Street Coffee as we are. Life is sweet. Stay happy. Be inspired. Hey, welcome back. Let's take a look at a group of quarterbacks who had about the same similar stats across the board, but their team performed a little bit differently. So while the quarterback stats are important, they're not going to be nearly as important to being able to decide and determine team success compared to what I'm going to do later in part two of this series, uh, which will be looking at the overall quarterback efficiency rating. But for the time being, we're going to just continue on with the uh, quarterback stats that you're going to find in any typical box score line. In group one, we're going to take a look at Buffalo Bills quarterback Josh Allen, Indianapolis Colts quarterback Jacoby Brissett. Allen both started and played in all 16 games. Brissett played in 15 games and started all 15 games that he appeared in. Allen completed 16.9%, sorry, completed 16.9 attempts per game, while Brissett completed 18.1 uh, passes per game. Remember, the league average is 22.4. So both of these quarterbacks were way under both of those numbers. The average NFL quarterback uh, from last season attempted about 35 passes per game. Both Allen and Brissett completed, attempted, I'm sorry, well below that. Allen attempted 28.8 per game. Brissett attempted 29.8 per game. Completion percentage. Once again, both quarterbacks were underneath the league average of 64.3. Allen at 58.8. Brissett 60.9. Yards for the season, the league average was 37.39, Allen 3,089, Brissett 29.42. Touchdowns, the average was 24, Allen 20 touchdowns, Brissett 18. Now, to the positive, both quarterbacks were underneath the um, – Interception average, which is 11. Percent only threw six, while Josh Allen threw nine. Yards per game. The average is 251. Percent was at 196, while Allen was even below that at 193 yards per game. And finally, the quarterback rating. League average was 93. 3.7, Brissett 88, Josh Allen 85.3. Here's the difference. Brissett's team, the Colts went 7-9, and nine, while Buffalo went 10-6. and six. 
But looking across, even at the box score stats, Josh Allen was below average in every single category. This is why box score stats are useful, but don't always tell a full picture. Okay, now let's take a look at our next example. Um, two, two quarterbacks with similar stat lines, but their teams performed a lot differently. And I'm going to circle one big stat that is the reason why one team went 11-5 and five and one team went 7-9. and nine. But I'm going to save that stat to the end because all the other numbers are very comparable. All right, so in this pod, we're going to look at Seattle Seahawks quarterback Russell Wilson, a.k.a. Dangerous. Oakland Raider quarterback Derek Carr. Both started and appeared in all 16 games. Both completed about 21 to 22 passes per game, which is right around the average. Russell was slightly below, completing 21.3 while Carr was at 22.6. Both had slightly below attempts per the, per the league average of 34.9. Russ was at 32.3, Carr 32.1. Now, both quarterbacks were above the league average of 64.3 completion percentage. Russell, 66.1. Carr was slightly better at 70.4. Both threw for more yards uh, in a season than the league average of 37-39. Carr was at 40-54, while Russ was slightly better at 41-40. Interceptions. Both did a really fantastic job of not throwing interceptions. League average is 11 Carr was at eight. Russ was slightly better, only throwing five picks in a season. Yards per game, like I said, the league average is 251. Carr threw for 253. Russ threw for 256. Quarterback rating. Both were above the uh, 93.7 number. Carr was at 100.8. Russ was at 106. Point three. Like I said, the Raiders finished seven and nine. Wilson and the Seahawks finished eleven and five. Now, what was the biggest difference stat-wise between the two? Here you go. League average in touchdowns, twenty-four. Carr only threw twenty-one touchdowns. Russell Wilson, thirty-one touchdowns. When you're not putting points on the board, your team cannot average points. The Raiders frequently could not score touchdowns, and this is highlighted by Carr's performance. Russell Wilson found a way to get the ball in the end zone, and that's why the Seahawks were able to finish with a better record. Coming up after the break, we're going to wrap up this podcast and start to set the stage for Part two, which will be coming up um, in a later recording on evaluating quarterbacks, not by box score stats, 
but by using my key efficiency ratings. Hey, welcome back. So as you can see, the box score stats tell a part of the story, but here on Crunch Time Sports Advantage, I'm going to go a little bit further and really start to, in part two, lay the foundation for what are the key stats that I look for and how I build evaluating an NFL quarterback in that next episode. Special shout out to Soul Street Coffee and Anchor as our two primary sponsors. You can find Soul Street Coffee at www.soulstreetcoffee.com and anchor.com, which we're able to build this and all podcast shows on. Have a great day, and we'll see you in the next recording.